0: So one guy at this insurrection at the Capitol. Now you can't say anything bad about someone who has recently died. However. Carbon, 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 chameleon. You come and go. You come and go. Love it. You're
1: listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast it's only because a nigga
0: bless welcome back to Black O'Couch Reviews I'm your host Christina we are back for another episode of Bridgerton on Netflix this is episode 3 The Art of Swoon written by Leah Lila Kohan Misio, and directed once again by my bae Tom Berica I gave this episode 8.4 out of 10 I'm not going to go scene by scene I'm just going to give the broad strokes of the episode particularly the characters and where they are evolving this episode Daphne is definitely getting courted by a prince and a duke and I can't help but recall certain conversations between me and the same ones that kind of muddled my objectivity but I could absolutely care less about her falling in love (laughs) with his fine ass. You know
2: what to do with that big fat butt. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Just a little
0: bit I don't blame her, but I'm just not emotionally attached to this storyline. I have no issues with it. I think that both people are relatively fun to watch as far as do they have chemistry, yes. But it's kind of that chemistry that you can make work. You don't have to put too much effort into it. The time period does half of the job for you. And that's not a knock against the show. That's just my 21st century woman coming through. So yes, when we saw the scene of the lick spoon, many were indeed swooning over online. I finally knew the context of that gift that made its way all the way to a magazine that I do not typically click on, which is Cosmopolitan. <laughs> and all of the sources that are connected with that type of material picked it up and ran with it now they are asking that he become the next james bond and i'm like sir or ma'am settle down settle down Pigley, that'll do (laughs) i find myself when they're in their romantic banter distracted by the need to write my own fanfic like when i'm watching every romantic aspect i'm always like you know what I'm the debutante, and the title gentleman is a swap between Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, Tom Hiddleston, and occasionally, Henry Cavill. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Seriously, I need to get on that in my spare time. I had this whole week off, and I did not write a damn thing. I was balls deep in many, 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 Aimless pursuits that made time go ridiculously, ridiculously fast. I always say time moves when you are having fun, and that shit is absolute facts. So, I would have also made some realistic aspects. That's why I know I need to write it though. I'm not trying to stroke my own pussy, but I have some really great ideas <laughs> and adding to that are realistic points of the time periods that they're playing with and I'm not affected at all in my viewing I think I said this last episode I just have two ways of viewing the show one is oh yes this is a romance novel it's not meant to be taken in any complexity and then I have the other side that's like why they fucking got some fabrics on because that shit is not like some of the materials they got is not to the like that's 21st century y'all need to stop <laughs> and we ain't even gone like i could drag dragged that scene so hard and i will when i get there about her taking her to uh supposedly skid row i was like oh y'all is full of some shit but we will get there when we get there. And you also have to remember that in this period, why do you, you don't have, you don't have to remember. Jesus, I need to stop with some of these statements before I make a statement. Y'all just got a self-actualization, realization of a very conscious flaw. Moving on to what I was gonna say was servants at this georgian regency period were collected by many of the aristocracy like trinkets and it is in part why queen victoria herself was gifted with a little black child like a doll and that child because she was so damn appalled did become her ward because don't want to have it get out that a little slave girl was presented to me like a real life barbie her name was sarah forbes bonetta she became the queen's ward married to a affluent black man rarely discussed but at least she wasn't this particular black woman consigned to a nunnery in the backwaters of absolutely nowhere in france despite her royal blood but then again the first option was to drown her so louis the 14th i will side eye you but only a bit daphne and the duke exchange banter and trash talking at several balls the cinematography continues to be very also of the time just pretty and just nice and the weather's great not raining all the time like it actually is in london like half of the year i believe (laughs) but they're both catching feelings and her mama is really holding out hope after all these offers that she's turned down that she is going to get a proposal from the duke but daphne's down for it like for real down for it but the duke is not i'm just calling him the duke i think his name's henry but i got really confused and i didn't really um pay attention so he just became the duke in my mind (laughs) watching this episode i like looking at him and watching him smile but i pretty much objectify his sexuality and that is where he begins and ends (laughs) for me I know i'm a terrible person but that's what romance novels are also about we get introduced to frederick a prince who i believe became the king of prussia and is also homosexual so we'll see if they uh allude to that at all in the next few episodes queen charlotte is also in case you did not know rumored to be of some mixed race possibly mulatto or black you like they say west indies a lot that means black they're like oh we're just gonna name them where the region was that's why i think i was mean, meaning to say last episode like what did they call black people it was west indies <laughs> like where from you know i came from africa it doesn't matter you're west indies but you know the one percent rule if you got one percent of black you black So it is still thoroughly debated in history but also most likely the truth because if you look at some of her photos it does look like she got a little bit but then again there was another person that they say the same thing about and it absolutely was not true damn i can't remember that person's name and people to this day oh cleopatra yeah no that bitch was not black at all she was greek there's no i get that it was in africa and you're just like oh my god she must have been black but no no egypt is wait is egypt in africa Fuck, am i messing up now i always said I, i'm bad at geography so i need to google it but basically just because you south of the damn border don't mean you always a negro y'all need to stop because <laughs> that has been going on for way too long for me to continue and they be literally like nah this is just they trying to tell no she was Greek she came from a Macedonian family that girl ain't had no black up in her whatsoever Egypt is in Jesus you would think or well, maybe I should have googled Egypt instead of Cleopatra and then I would know Egypt what country a continent because actually africa is not a country it is a continent like asia yes it's the continent of africa take that um so yeah just because it's in africa doesn't mean she was black I that's like everybody came in and shat on africa <laughs> it took over black people had their own shit going on but you best believe there were many many french was up down there like yeah french would be the france would be the predominant super like they're they're um like they're great britain i think they were the, one of the last to pull out of africa before it became its own government independent is what i'm trying to say anyhow y'all did not come here for a history lesson <laughs> came about the show but they're dancing and they're i like the way in which they are calling out like people like lady cowper on how she attracts gentlemen of the time because they did have those little tricks and they were taught to women on how you particularly get a man and when you see all those women around the prince it does put in mind the fact that like men in britain outnumbered or women in britain i should say outnumbered men like 20 to 1 so so many like there's plenty of fish in the sea that was not the case well it was for men but not the case for women on an acceptable title gentleman particularly of if you were of the aristocracy you had to marry within your power structure so it's not even like you know what i really fall in love with the footman and he actually respects me but that can't go down that's not gonna happen So I guess I should amend my statement by there are like 10 to one eligible, did I say the math right? I hate math, that's a terrible subject too. You know what I'm trying to say though. (laughs) The eligible gentlemen were the only ones that were actually counted in that analogy, but I'm pretty sure there were an equal amount of men and women in the entire continent but she and he almost kiss in the garden and they realize they do like each other a lot but Daphne gets her heart stomped on when it's clear despite the attraction the Duke is not going to propose to her even Lady Danbury warns him like don't play with that girl's heart you know she got hard eyes for you you can see it I can see it everybody can see it Lady Whistledown is writing about it you need to break it off and allow her to be pursued by someone because she does like the prince who is pretty much ordered by the queen charlotte to pursue her because that is her diamond of the season and she wants to maintain her i guess her influence over the ton and lady whistledown is taking that from her a little bit so she feels she needs to interfere and make sure that the match is something that will she will get taken credit for and that's all that a woman especially a matriarch in this time period was maintaining her power over the ton so lady Whistledown presents a problem to that then we have her at the end was she told yeah i think um about the fact that her dude is setting his eyes on the opera singer sienna and now her brother also anthony when we get there is pursuing her as well um so yeah her heart gets a little bit bruised and so she puts on a whole bunch of fucking white and does the exact same thing lady cowper was doing by using the fan and getting herself a duke to or a prince to the duke's consternation and reserve in other news in this episode lord featherington he sucks at gambling we find out gambling looks awfully boring what they did in these freaking men's club houses oh it just sounds like a frat house <laughs> it's rather disgusting lady featherting is getting involved in the marina situation because penelope is still searching for her seeing if her sir george i believe was his name has written to her but no he has not marina is starting to feel a little disheartened by that penelope is busted in her room and her mom tells her you can't be around the expectant (laughs) Like everybody in the house knows that kind of makes me laugh the fact that she wasn't thrown out in the street though is rather commendable because they when you're considered to be knocked up you could get disowned like if these were more horrible people they would just cast her out in the street so it does seem as if despite the slap lady featherton does have in her own worst way Uh, some good protective instincts because she's trying to get her fitted up and you need to be in the family colors those atrocious things that you put on your children ma'am I feel so bad for the girls because you got Penelope all by herself and then you have the other two who are constantly bickering and can't get any attention from any man no matter how hard they try and they do try really hard and then you have there's also a humiliation with that geez like oh if this one man doesn't find you attractive or you can't get any man to look at you in a certain way based on your physical not your personality your physical appearance then you're considered you know disfavorable and you're the blame for not being married Ugh, this is a horrible time in society (laughs) which is why that aspect of it being romanticized on the other side of my brain always comes to forefront but as i also said there's some swoon worthy type of things that happen in the show that put you back into that that uh that part of my heart that love devouring these types of novels she then tells her that well she tries to introduce her at this um painting gallery which i did laugh we got a lord granville he was from a different novel right his name is so familiar to me he says i have to find my wife so yeah i feel like they they already had their novel so we're just referencing other characters from the julia quinn series then we um we get back to lady featherton trying to get her hooked up with this ugly looking dude and (laughs) penelope has become her they've become rather close her culprit in crime as it were and she's like oh i need to tell you something and she's like i wasn't talking to you and that dude was like oh you got some you may be pretty but your manners are repulsive (laughs) and walks off (laughs) and lady featherton once again she could have a much harsher reaction but she's like look girl you need to come and wake up about your situation you pregnant and your man ain't showing up she's like he loved me and she's like girl you need to come into reality because a lot of men say that shit and I did like her line like I get where she was trying to make her go but at the same time she needs to work on her um rapport before criticism because she takes her to Skid Row and tells her see this is what could happen to you if you do not marry and protect yourself and then she's like how you gonna bring me to a place where hardworking people are like you so fucking bougie (laughs) i like for her for calling around on that like oh you telling me that these people are ashamed of their lives and they should be shamed and it didn't work because they set this whole entire set piece up like a production of annie it's the hard night she's like fuck the adults then look at the children did you see that one little kid over there like please uh, i want some like come on tell the true damn story if this was um east End london and it's fine. are you kidding me first and foremost them stalls would have to be broken out that whole entire street would be littered you would not even walk down that street because your ass be targeted by everyone in the fucking neighborhood that little kid would not be sitting there by his damn self there'd be like a whole hood of them and they would shank your ass in 2.2 seconds what do you mean don't give me this damn production down in skid road street you're gonna sell her the hard life you need to show her the hard life where they literally giving their babies whiskey because that's all they can do while they guzzle it down they own damn throats where babies go to baby if you wanted to show her something show her damn baby farm where people put their babies at because she should technically be sent to the country house where she can have that baby out of sight and then come back to society and find herself a husband well i guess she has until it starts to show but it's very suspect on how pregnant she is because they do mention her measurements were off but i'm like girl it's been like four days stop it if a week a week at that a week at that we can put two weeks if you're being generous <laughs> what i'm trying to say is <laughs> you ain't spanning that damn much every time i see her loose or tightening them corsets i'm like i don't know how y'all did it i would I'm not sure I would have made it in this time, but granted it's about how I was raised, right? I was raised in the 21st century, so of course I'm appalled <laughs> at what I'm seeing. But if you didn't know no better, it, this would be the norm. But man, I keep thinking myself being tossed back in those times. You best believe these titties will be out because I'm not putting that on. It's not even because it's primarily made of whale bone and tightened to the point where I cannot breathe. I just don't like shit that's tight like that on my upper torso. It's just, I don't like sweaters that are that tight. I don't like turtlenecks at all. I barely like wearing a bra. Lord Anthony and Sienna apparently are gonna have a back and forth because he has feelings and she's like, you ain't gonna just treat me like trash. I'm gonna go out there and get the biggest, baddest person to actually protect me and I break his promises and she goes after the duke after having a conversation with that madam lady that horrible french accent is just not doing it for me (laughs) i hope she dropped i was hoping she would drop it when she was talking to sienna because back then a lot of dressmakers would pretend to have french accents because that would attract the higher clientele because despite hating all people of france they definitely love their fashion sense oh i completely skipped over what lady Featherington did but she took a letter from underneath her pillow and her and her maid they did a copy of him breaking up with her saying he wants nothing to do with her and she's crying and wailing and she says well now she knows the truth and she's like well what if her gentleman shows up oh come on girl you know men they, he is not coming for this baby she is 115% sure about that. She don't believe in the concept of love. It's a dumbass thing to even think about. You need to come to reality. But she does kind of feel bad because that girl is, she's devastated.
2: Unbreak my heart. Say you love me again. Undo this hurt you
0: things to note is Eloise um her brother suspects her of being Lady Whistledown very curious very curious (laughs) I wonder if they're gonna change who Lady Whistledown is but uh we shall see I'm pretty sure I covered everything here in my notes let's hop on to the feedback
2: christina it's me shy happy friday tgif all that good stuff this was a very 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 long and exhausting week and um so glad that it's over um yeah so not going to get into all the craziness that went on at work just um yeah it's really bad anyway um I'm here to talk about Bridgerton episode 3 and yeah so you know uh, you know as I was watching and I actually I was thinking this in the last episode but then it <laughs> I was thinking again in this one and you know know, I gave you my thoughts you know offline and In regards to just my feelings overall and and i think a part of the issue for me i mean i i'm i'm trying to think what the issue is for me it's like i don't know if it's i'm just becoming more jaded more cynical as i get older and all this foo-foo romance stuff is just not it doesn't engage or it doesn't draw me in like it did when i was younger you know like i was telling you you know we both talked about how we read these books um uh, when we were younger but like I said I haven't read them in a while and I haven't been uh enticed to read them um and so and so I'm watching the show and you know it's bringing back memories it's bringing back um you know how I felt uh a little bit how i felt when i was reading these books and i don't know it just it just comes across differently for me now um because again i mean this is not inspiring me to want to read historical um romance novels again um i don't know i think i've just this is it's a nice story and you know i'm uh, and i'm enjoying it but it's, it's just okay it's not like um not like grabbing me or oh I gotta I can't wait to the next so, you know that kind of thing. It's just you know it's a nice distraction to you know to have a nice um, show to watch. Um, but yeah, and I enjoy and I actually enjoyed Daphne a lot more in this one. I enjoyed their dynamic more. Um, I mean I know it's kind of weird to say because you know <laughs> they ended up, but you know it just gave it just it was just a little bit more entertaining um this time around. I guess cause that that whole tug in the pull you know, tug and pull kind of dynamic works for me. Um with him you know, them growing close, close, close. She's starting to really, really like him. They he's starting to really, really like her. You know, they're, you know, clicking on all levels and then of course something happens where he gets cold feet and he's ready to run for the hills and so you know it just again it just brought back so many memories of these types of uh stories and uh and so now she her attention is drawn to this prince supposedly um but of course we all know it's to make him jealous and of course he is jealous so yeah just very it's just one of those you know distraction type shows for me um i I don't know if it has the misfortune of just being around at the same time as the expanse which you know has got me like wired and wanting to you know jumping at the bits to watch it the next episode um so but yeah i mean this one was nice it was i mean it dragged a little bit in places um um but you know overall it was you know a decent episode um i will say that (laughs) when i saw the queen with her huge fro i was i was loving that (laughs) like yes yes queen um so that was nice um what was uh, I, i you know i thought i wasn't gonna forget her name lady featherington featherington um penelope's mom Anyway, she, that is one shady, nasty, uppity, whatever, whatever other thing I could come up with. But yeah, she, she was shady for what she did. And I knew that's what, I knew that, 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 that didn't come from that dude. Something told me that it didn't come from, because it's how convenient that she says that to Marina. And then next thing you know, she's getting this letter, pretty much saying the same thing that the lady was saying to her. Um, so I, I like, I was surprised that she fell for it. But you know, how was she to think that, and it was in his handwriting? Well, quote unquote, in his handwriting. So i um, you know, I guess she wouldn't think that someone would be that malicious and do her like that. But yeah, I was just like, really. You know, she says all that, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, she gets a letter, and it's saying exactly what she said. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, I'm trying to see. I mean, I want, I want to see more going on with Penelope. It just seemed like she's the, the you know the supporting of everybody else, supporting Eloise, supporting Marina so I want her to have her own story like what's going on with you I thought she liked Colin is that his name the youngest Bridgerton son so I haven't seen anything in regards to that um so that'd be interesting and then we got Anthony who's yeah I'm not what's her name Sienna yeah I'm with Sienna I'm like you know talk to the hand you know that's some ugh that's just of course, that's the that's the times but you know just how arrogant of you to you know do her like that and then expect her to just you know have open arms for you when you say oh I'm sorry I missed you whatever like no player you need to step off and you know do the same thing that you said you would because our, our situations haven't changed so um, unless something changed in that regard then I don't understand what this is about so yeah very interesting that she because at first I thought she was gonna just you know because I know she likes him loves him and misses him but she actually she stood her ground like nope it's not happening and then we see the mom Bridgerton mom pressuring Anthony which I was kind of like curious about I mean obviously we know the Duke is the the most sought after but it's not like he it doesn't have anything to offer. So I'm wondering, like, why is no one wanting to pursue him? Like, why is he just there um, while, you know, again, I, I already know that, you know, a prince and a duke are the cream of the crop type deal. But still, he's still a catch for, you know, a young lady. So it's just interesting that women aren't clamoring towards him to um, get you know get him to ask for their hand in marriage. So we see that Benedict, um, he I guess I mean his thing is he's an artist and he wants to pursue that. So that's his deep dark secret or see- I shouldn't say deep dark secret, but what he's wanting to do in life and feels like he can't. Um, but Eloise did make a good point, um, which. I, You know, I I believe I said in my previous feedback, it's like you're a guy. You're not the, you know, you are in the perfect position to go after, more so than your older brother, to go after what you want. Um, You're not as shackled by society norms and all that good stuff. Um, So I'm not understanding why he feels like he can't pursue it. So very interesting on that um i don't know the the penelope sisters they're just i'm like what is it what is the point of them because they're just there uh they're not they're just taking up space (laughs) pretty much they have no personalities they're just you know clones of their mother um not even catching anyone's attention so they're just there well, like I said, you know, I enjoyed the episode. It was good. You know, it was something, you know, distraction for an hour. But it's, you know, I mean, me personally, I I mean, I mean, I see a little bit of um, people talking about how much they love this series on the um, social media. And again, it's good, but it's like I'm not just, I don't, I guess I'm just not going gaga goo goo over it like that. I mean, I'm loving me some... Simon that's for sure and like I said you know I like Daphne a bit more and I love that scene between him and her and I see the chemistry I mean I'm loving the chemistry it just I don't know she just strikes and I guess because she had more spunk a little bit more I got to see a little bit more her personality and her spunk in this episode um so that endeared me to her a little bit more but you know that conversation between her and um Simon about masturbating that was funny um and yeah and that and in that scene I could really feel the chemistry between them and that once you know really pulled at me um, and the one where they were watching the painting and she was talking about the painting um, but yeah but like I said like I said I, you know, I enjoy it um, it's just not you know oh my gosh you know that kind of enjoyment and yeah just maybe call me jaded as cynical when it comes to romance or something i don't know anyway on that note i will call it a day so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy
0: that was shy with her thoughts on the episode she's like i ain't google gaga i over it (laughs) yeah everyone is kind of in love with the show but you know it's quarantine and ain't a lot of shit out so i mean (laughs) if you're it's in the same way that a lot of people love 50 shades of gray and i'm standing on the sidelines going what the fuck i can see that being a mood um a few things that i did take notes on (laughs) i'm congratulating myself on taking notes listening because i am such a terrible listener sometimes because i'd be multitasking i told you all this but as far as you knowing benedict's name i appreciate you because i could not tell you that boy's name to save my life i know eloise and and when it comes to the brothers i know anthony and that was it so benedict's the artist yes he's the one that got dragged after shitting on lord Granville's (laughs) painting but yes um i'm i'm a little passive on most of the other family members i agree i like daphne a lot as a person i think also because i know where it's gonna go and how it's gonna unfold that may be a bit of the it takes away from the (laughs) expanse suspense i almost said the expanse and this is definitely a different show than the expanse (laughs) and you shouldn't feel bad for just uh, watching a show just to pass the time that's sometimes that's what tv is that's why i watch a lot of Chopped, or i'll get distracted by a procedural why those shows are so successful considering it's a lot of recycling of the same type of arcs playing out but there's a comfort to it, and I don't think there's anything wrong with the different ways in which you view television. This is a rather subpar show. It's not anything exceptional. Um, I'm sure a lot of Caucasian women are very are living very vicariously through their um, lust of black men, and when he's looking that damn fine, I don't. I. I. Hey. I, it's there it's meant to be appreciated and it's also Shonda Rhimes who be throwing all types of shit in there and don't care at all about accuracy (laughs) it's a fantasy that's what I'm trying to say it's a fantasy and it's okay to be raptured or as much as you want to be invested in that fantasy as you as you want and and that's where it is sometimes that cynicism can come through and pierce the fantasy a little bit but it doesn't mean that oh shit because if it's shit y'all know i would just drop it by now there's no qualms whatsoever about me in 2021 not dealing with shit shows and podcasting them i will give if i'm in the second episode and i'm not invested no i didn't want to watch the show yesterday as i stated i believe it has it been that long because I was balls deep in other shit like rookie blue but that's just me on vacation trying to suck up all the shit that (laughs) I was like this can wait till tomorrow it's fine it was late too and then trying to find a time to record when the rugrats upstairs are not running around is also problematic and then it gets late and then y'all know I'm about 15 shades to the wind by then lot of different components and factors that go into why my ass is critically late <laughs> with these podcasts i try to be on time not no expense always be on fucking time that te- that also tells you how much i love a show too if that shit's constantly on time versus if like it's this always passed to the side that's how you knew i was not liking 13 reasons why as much because I never ever recorded it on Sundays I'd always record it on Mondays because I'm like these are two episodes it's gonna take me and my temper a lot to get through them because it's just gonna piss me off and that's called hate watching and I told myself that I would never be one of those people and yet and yet well I always stop myself before I go over the line you listening can tell me there was something else you said and yeah about sienna and lord anthony i don't care about an- anthony actually makes me want to punch him in the fucking face i don't care about his character at all <laughs> he's just one of those alpha males he's an alpha male at the time oh yeah that's what you said why isn't he getting pursued in the same manner because he's the chaperone for his si- siblings and he's placed himself in that role he's the head of the family as well and thus when men are ready to marry they'll put themselves on the marriage mart. like a prince that's different everyone's gonna flutter over a prince but most of the men that are in the ballroom are the ones that the women are going to be running to and if you're not in the marriage mind you're gonna just hightail your ass into the card room and don't come out until you need some refreshments or to dance possibly with your one of your family members so that's what he's doing he's not in the marriage mart and people know before the season starts who's in the this shit's calculated okay calculated to the t they know people's incomes that's how strategic this shit is it's actually a whole ass business if you think about it that's why they call it the marriage mart but good question very good question i think that is about it on my commentary i don't have much else yes i did love queen charlotte with the fro I thought that was just representing on all types of levels. Someone else
1: repping on all types of levels. What up Christina, this is Mimi, uh, sending in feedback for Bridgerton uh, season one, episode three. Um, Before I get into my feedback, I'm gonna start this off with a little antidote because I've been very proud of myself. I have been watching all the shows a day in advance and um, sending in feedback pretty much right after i watch it um so i've been really proud of myself but this is late and i'm gonna tell you why because i watched it last night um and for the first time in i think it's been a little like maybe like 15 16 days i ran now i don't like running indoors just because i feel like you just never know where where you stand like you're running and you're not going anywhere basically but i've been trying to wait out this ice and it hasn't worked so I was like, okay, if I don't start running, I'm going to lose all the momentum that I had. So I went to the YMCA and I ran indoors. It was as awful as I imagined, um, but I did it. All it did was make me very, very sleepy. I was exhausted. I was so tired. So I tried to go to sleep early um, and I was like, well, I have a meeting in the morning. So after my meeting, then I'll send in my feedback and I'll still be early. I'll be on time. So I'm asleep. I don't know what time I fell asleep maybe one two three in the morning no it was probably like two I don't know I know I was tired and I laid down and you know when you're half asleep and you're dreaming you're not really sure when you fell asleep I don't know but I do know at 3:30 my dog started barking and I told him to shut up because he's right on the bed with me because he's a spoiled little rat and I tried to go back to sleep and he just would not stop barking so I picked him up and I kicked him out of the room and he just continued to bark for 10 minutes now let me tell you what he was barking at um i had we had to adopt my uh, boyfriend's parents cats who have been with us for six months and i don't know what they be talking about but they be going back and forth the cats will meow and the dog will bark and it seems like they beefing that's clearly what it is now my dog is blind because he's really old and the cats know this so like we keep them locked up um, and unless we let them out, and then we keep him locked up, because the cats be kicking his ass. He can't see, and he's a really small dog. He's a toy poodle, and he thinks he's tough. And these cats—I don't know if you ever—if you know anything about cats, but cats don't play. I know cartoons used to make it look like dogs were the tough ones, and cats always got scared. But it's really the other way around. Cats be kicking their ass. Um, most of the time, they're fast enough to just get away. But when my dog try to be tough. The, one of the cats she's kind of scary but the quiet one he be beating his ass and I be trying to say maybe he'll learn his lesson but he don't He's still going there beefing with them and I had to deal with this for 15 minutes and then when I finally put him in his kennel so I couldn't hear him and he could wake me up <sighs> I could not fall back asleep so I'm sitting in the bed trying to go to sleep for two hours and at this point it's like 5 30 in the morning and I have a meeting at 7 30 And I'm trying to go to sleep, and I can't. And I was like, well, maybe let me just uh, listen to a little, like, some songs. That didn't work. Well, let me get on Twitter and see what's happening there. That just got me all heated and gassed up, so I couldn't sleep. So I ended up getting, like, three, two hours of sleep last night, and then, I, you know, I had the meeting. It was only 30 minutes long, which they could have sent all that crap in an email, but we're not going to talk about that. Then um, my uh, son had school. I made him breakfast, and then I went back to sleep. I tried to wake up. I really did. I just couldn't, and then I end up sleeping until oh, like almost six o'clock at, in the evening. So here I am now, now wide awake at seven thirty p.m. Central Time, and I just know that this dog with his raggedy barking ruined my life. So that's why I'm late, and I really got to get this off my chest because I told Darren I'm about close to kicking his ass on the street, like just packing up a little doggy bag of little ziplock bag of dog food and put his ass out like you don't want to act right you are 11 11 years old you are an old senior citizen of a dog why are you acting like this you can't see so you can't defend yourself so why don't you just be like you know a regular dog and just mind your business i know you had 11 you know 10 years to yourself where it was just you and you just running around you know owning a place being spoiled and you shared it sometimes with with Derek but you always had either me or Darren and he would just if Derek was with me the the dog was with Darren because they they're arch enemies they don't like each other (laughs) long story for another time um but like now the house has cats in it and there's nothing we can do it's been six months going on seven get over it like seriously what is wrong with animals better yet why do humans think we need them we don't they are too much work kids are enough actually kids is too much i don't know why we do this to ourselves oh sorry i'm gonna get into this feedback because i done already rambled on for five minutes because i'm real mad i'm mad y'all and tired. anyway so i watched the Bridgerton episode yesterday and i'm starting it like i really really enjoy this this uh series like it's really good now just briefly like I don't have a lot to say specifically about the episode there were really good parts that I enjoyed and parts that kind of like I'm just curious about but I gotta say like I want to bring this up because I see this on Twitter a lot that people keep saying Um, Things like, you know, I hate that they have him with this white girl. Like, they act like interracial love is the only love. Like, I can't... I'm not going to tell someone how to feel. So, I'm going to put that out there. But, I do have to point out that um, I get personally... I don't... I wouldn't say offended. You know, you're entitled to have your feel. But, it does irritate me sometimes when I see people uh, say, like... You know you act like you act like interracial love is the only kind of love that lasts like first of all don't put that shit on me because i ain't never said that i'm in a relationship i'm in and that's who i'm with and it happens to be he's with a white man Or my relationship it happens to be with a white man i never ever even put out there oh our love is so much worse. so shit when people say shit like that it pisses me off bitch that's what you think if you think that, that this love is what's all internal that's a that's a personal issue that you need to deal with nobody said that um now if someone were to say you know i'm just sick of seeing you know you know they on tv that you know the white woman is always the main star and she always gets the love interest i would understand that but to just like put it out as just you know, interracial couple. I think um, the actual character, of Daphne, I think she's cute. I like the, the character of her. And the actress that plays her, I I like her. I personally like her. So when I see a couple of two characters that I enjoy, I automatically ship them. Do I wish Bridgington was all black people? Or all, shoot, all people of color? Absolutely. But at this point, I'm just happy that we got so many brown faces. I mean, granted, I wish some more of the main characters dark skin so that, you know, or even like other nationalities like Hispanic, Asian, so that we could have more representation. I would love for this to be like um, Star Crossed, where they just, if you're a good actor or actress, you got the role. It didn't matter what your race is. But look where that show went. So I feel like people are Focusing on the wrong thing this show is doing well so you know how shonda is she will introduce more people of color y'all just need to focus on what we got right now like i know we're getting greedy i get it trust me i get it but right now we are doing it black folks are everywhere we look what we did in the election we are fucking killing it we need to be happy that we got this and we're getting what we what we want what we've been pressing for so, you know, being mad that he's with a white woman, y'all act like racism isn't a thing. White supremacy isn't a thing. If this show was all black people, yes, black Twitter would be all up in it and black people would be praising it. But the likelihood of it being pop- popular enough to continue and get more seasons would be very slim. So we got to do what we got to do right now. Until we're, um, in it as a society... Willing to give every race a chance and giving people of color the same privilege that we give white people We got to take the little things we can get so right now I get what they're saying. I understand but this is a win this show is Is always it's been in the top 10 since it came out Which means the likelihood of it getting a second season is phenomenal which means when season two come up, you know Shonda, you know how Shonda do. She gonna throw all kinds of people of color up in this show. So let's just do what we can right now. Let's support it, let's do it, let's enjoy it. And then, you know, later on when we get more, you know, solid ground, then we can start complaining. I think, I think that's the issue that people are understanding. Unfortunately, it's not enough black people in the United States for us to get shows that are only us that are very, very popular. Now, granted, like, Insecure is doing well, but that show is on, our, like, a cable channel. Like, we have to look at where, where the show is and how it's doing because I remember uh, the one show I liked that had the people of What is it? It had Jaden Smith in it. It's called The Get Down. I love that show, but look what happened to it. And it had people of color in it and only people of color and unfortunately it just didn't last so we got to take what we can get um the one thing about this episode that I thoroughly enjoyed and I don't know if I should have because it was pretty scandalous and I'm sure it's something that would have like had uh Daphne and Simon's relationship been different I don't think that would have went down like that because he straight up told her about masturbation <laughs> and the next day after she did it tell me I'm wrong but didn't she have like a pep in her step? She was legit thriving. Like she was happy like who I've been missing out and I'm curious to know how many times she did it. She was probably like this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And the sad part is is that women's bodies are like it has the ability to be pleasured but men didn't do it and women weren't even told like i understand like not telling your your daughter as they grow up but it gets to the point where you know she about to be married can you tell her something please like what oh like that just boggles my mind and and daphne's mom seems like a legit like you know in there like caring loving parent so i'm just like that's just that's let you know how frowned upon it's probably she probably don't even know she probably loved her husband but ain't probably had an orgasm in her life because i feel like she would have told her or she will tell her but it's done they don't even know where how how babies come you they they thought once you got married you just had a baby that's pathetic and sad um what's the other thing oh uh morena with that with uh featherton uh what is madam i think it's was it no lady featherton whole raggedy ass i knew when that letter when i saw that letter i was like seems seems like some really spectacular timing <laughs> i knew that shit was fake like i knew it and it's sad but i mean she's not wrong though like you're lucky that you have that because if she kicks you out you're gonna be homeless and pregnant so i get where she's coming from she's not wrong for (laughs) wanting Miranda to get married like that's what I thought she was trying to do like I thought she was trying to you know hurry up and find a suitor so she could pretend like that's they baby (sighs) but that's not what she wanted she thinks she in love um I hope because the thing I I fear is like what if what if you're uh, fiance or suitor or whatever you i don't know what they called him back then your baby daddy what if he died in spain which is a very likely he's going to spain isn't that around the time spanish flu like started ravishing and <laughs> ended up isn't that how it got here was from soldiers like he could he could be dead he could be dead before he gets here he could die in battle he could die from some you know foreign disease his body isn't capable of fighting there's a lot of risk with with um he could come back married to a woman that's Spain from spain <laughs> you don't know so i get what she's saying with that so that made sense the way she went about it is raggedy but she's a raggedy person and you could tell <laughs> that's you know not she's probably real salty that that girl is getting all the suitors and her, her her daughters are sitting there looking confused and got absolutely nobody approaching them for dances they be standing on the wall looking salty all the time granted their outfits are awful but that's neither here nor there um what else um oh um and i feel like daphne's a fool if she picked the duke over the prince like at this point you knew going in that he was just pretending and i know you caught feelings And finally, we saw that spoon scene that everybody been gifting up. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, and I don't blame her. Like, he was being real extra. And you're not going to tell me he didn't know what the hell he was doing. Nobody licks a spoon like that. That was too sexual for that to have just been a coincidence. Um, But I get it. You caught feelings. You dreaming about them. And, you know, that handbrush scene was the cutest shit I ever seen. Like, I feel like her thinking about that their hands touching when she was masturbating was the funniest shit i was like her mind ain't got nothing else to pull from (laughs) and she got turned on from hand holding like stop it (laughs) um that i i want her to to be with the prince the prince seems a little dumb and i don't understand why the queen is so determined they make daphne the with the prince i don't know i i'm looking at the queen and i see something emerging i really feel like she is lady, uh lady what is that lady name whistledown lady whistledown i don't know i just she sees everything and she'd be all up in everybody's business it just makes sense and she's a queen so how would it like who's gonna punish her if they discover it's her um i never thought it was what is that girl's name the one that reads all the time and doesn't one that wants to be a spinster her whole life um i never thought it was her um i feel like if it was she would have her focus elsewhere and she don't pay attention so it can't be her she don't her face is always in a book she's not even she don't notice stuff um so i definitely definitely don't think it's her but there's one more thing oh the scene with um Daphne's older brother Anton I don't know if it's Ant- Anthony or Anton I don't remember one of those names but when he went to the opera singer I was so proud of her because when he kissed her I was like please don't give this dude another chance he is straight up garbage and trash and he dropped you like you weren't shit just because now he know he need to get married and that's fine but clearly he had made promise to her and he had been taking care of her she's been living this life of luxury and now what she's gonna do she's literally ruined like sh- nobody's gonna marry her not at least around there because they know she's not a virgin and that's how men were back then and he and he gonna come like because he thinks now the duke is in is is boning her so now he's salty he's like you're doing this to get me back, like she's doing this because this is how she needs to live like why don't you pick an emotion dude you want to be a cock blocker you want to be all up in her business but you don't want her like seriously take several seats when she like like pushed him off i was like yes queen that's what i'm talking about like i i look at her and like i see like i thought like i remember when we first saw her and i was like she was singing and she was wearing that like low-cut dress with her boots i was like is she supposed to be a professional or like a prostitute and then i noticed that everybody wear dresses like that in this show so i was like okay that has nothing to do with it but um i think i started liking her when she was uh spitting game at uh simon now i know i can't i can't ship simon and daphne together right now like i do think they have a lot of chemistry the two actors and I appreciate that, and I love their conversations. Um, but I can't shift them as of right now, only because I know it ain't real, and I don't. I can't foresee Simon even admitting that he has feelings for her ever. Um, so until I feel like that's changed, I want Simon to be with the Prince because they both bland mayonnaise, and they'll make a good match. Um, but you know, I clearly like Simon. And I think he's a great character and he's fine as hell. So I do like him in particular. I just feel like he has a lot of shitty needs to get together before he's even willing to open his mind to even the thought of liking someone. And let alone marrying them. Um, What? there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. No, I don't remember. And my mind is drawn a blank and I've already talked way too long. Um, So I'm gonna just end it here. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and Black Girl Magic. Queen of the Couch, Mimi out.
0: That was Queen Mimi with her many hilarious thoughts about the episode, as well as many other things going on in her personal life. I'm I don't know why you up here complaining about personal decisions that you made. I mean, you telling everybody about oh I don't understand why people get dumped. People you mean you you madam you did these things you popped out the baby you bought the damn dog and then you brought in the fucking cat what did you think was gonna happen how about if you stop turning your house into animal farm then you wouldn't have these problems and you get the proper amount of sleep see i i and my sister do the same thing to me talking about why don't you just get a dog why don't you get a cat no i'm fucking the 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 hadrian's wall okay that's what I am motherfucker I'm I drew the line at one and I said done I put an explanation point on it (laughs) and I have not let anything in 12 13 fucking years change the outcome of that answer so yeah I've even stepped away from some dudes because that's what they wanted I said well that's not what I want and moved in the other direction you got to be strong you're not strong (laughs) oh i'm fucking with you you know i'm fucking with you but that is hilarious and it does explain why we you were up me and mimi if y'all don't know this are insomniacs, so we'll just randomly pop up at like six o'clock in the morning on twitter because we're just liking other shit like i'm just gonna scroll through (laughs) and she gonna send me a message on tumblr because that's where i started talking about go to sleep and I'm like I'm not sheepy leave me alone and then right after that about 10 minutes later I was asleep (laughs) so there's that and then she told me this whole story that whole story that she did tell me did you tell me that in another thing did you send that to me on Instagram I don't know I was half reading it and I was falling asleep and I never responded so maybe that was the story because I don't think I've been on Instagram today but no you actually responded on on tumblr <laughs> that's funny but yeah it's a whole lot yes the masturbation scene was great you know she was doing that for hours. she probably just finds inopportune moments to do it i need to go take a nap <laughs> i'm tired i have a headache i'm gonna skip tonight and i'm gonna masturbate of course you would ain't nothing else that exciting really going on everything else is monotony and i think that's also what i'll be looking at their day is like oh i would hate to have to look forward to all this <laughs> and you keep talking about i can't believe women this is why white women are the way they are and i was i made a joke about this but in a, in a ratchet confessions video <laughs> or podcast but I think this is what it is it's almost like this from the victorian point of time even before then it was a whole bunch of men made up a whole lot of rules about how white women should be and they got stockholm syndrome now some that can't get away and that's why trump gets their number one vote because at some point they you know how things change though though this is like some deep shit though if you want to really get (laughs) philosophical with it but you can develop certain characteristics and things over time genetically and that includes behaviors and if you if your behaviors are then you know reinforced through an upbringing then yeah a lot of suburban women are still stuck on some pretty old time ideals and now you're now that you're getting into a history show you're seeing where they come from and it's long standing but it's also very european and then european took over north america and which is why we have the the continent in which we do but man i will say this much you had more freedom as a roman woman than you do <laughs> than you did as a victorian And that tells you something went wrong in the ideals about what women should and should not it it definitely over time has been completely utterly misaligned by men and i'm not meaning just white men no i mean men the x chromosome not all there are a few out there that understand and a fulfilling relationship comes from a partnership and not a alpha (laughs) uh, omega whatever the fuck you want to call it beta type of ordeal but it's still very prevalent that's all our thoughts i got on this episode and the show oh you were talking about wait the one last thing about how people are reacting to the show because yeah i'm sure that's why i brought it up in my my first podcast i was like i'm not gonna sugarcoat it not here not in this place you know what we did it's black girl couch so i'm not gonna sugarcoat it i'm sure there are a lot of black women out there sitting on their couch right now looking at this handsome ass white or black man and because the love interest is a white woman they have issues would they have issues if it was the other way around possibly not Possibly so. But the idea of the white woman in particular being the object of affection, maybe some people have issues with interracial and some have people with the interracial representation. I think that you're right. You need to look at the grand picture. Still, Star Cross came out, and I love the fact that you brought that up. Look what happened to that. The Expanse is one of the best shows on television with one of the most feminine driven story arcs that are so independent of men you also have a versatile cast and it got canceled got saved and it's still nowhere near the audience that it should be and it's doing things that game of thrones absolutely failed at and that's just facts (laughs) but you don't see that audience ship there the way it should be that is just the film industry the tv industry we know that this is a problem right as you said with Shonda she tries to bring in representation where she can but she knows that is a game and I think that's where me and those people that make those comments you're going instinctual instead of emotional intelligence emotional intelligence which i did get have to get taught though like you just don't pick that shit up some people do you know they they just get hit to the game and they get smart enough but sometimes you need something to guide you to that next level of of um where Stacey abrams is at like you think Stacey Stacey Abrams did not make concessions did not make sacrifices Obama did not make concessions did not make sacrifices there are those they put they bury their hands in the sand and then try to but you can't get it from nowhere and that's where like I know what you're saying but we're not there we're not even close to there we're still trying to not get shot so settle down <laughs> and base your expectations in reality and if you are going to fight for it fight for it more than just on a twitter account do something if you're that passionate about it then you need to find ways in which you are supporting other projects but completely like you said the reality is not there ain't love stories out there for black people if you go on amazon right fucking now there's one with tessa thompson and um the one dude and i ain't watched it once ain't even been close to picking it up some people just don't like romance stories as well (laughs) it's a lot of different factors of if this were to a whole black thing with a whole a whole case of black people would i even want to see that as well i'm not sure it depends on the same aspects of what i'm watching this show about is the chemistry good is the storylines good am i half into it is the cinematography do they have at least decent writing do they get me invested those things are also factors more with the race card now if there are black people in the show where i show up yes <laughs> i will show up it doesn't mean i always will stay um but, uh, i i do think that though there are people who are reacting negatively to the positivity of this show out there because it seems to emulate a very black fear and you don't have a lot of dark-skinned characters in the show even simon glad you told me it was simon not henry i think that's his middle name or something because i caught on to henry for some reason but um yeah i think there there there's some deep-seated feelings out there in the universe about representation and yeah i think it's very important as black women or black men or black community at at all to discuss why you're feeling the way you're feeling to put it out there for why you're feeling the way you're feeling because it's not to say like you you said meaning that you're invalidated to feel that way but get to the root cause of it don't sit there and blame it on the white woman because there's not there's nothing wrong with interracial love whether it's a black and white woman or a black man and a white woman or if it's a white woman a black man um you know there's there's white white women out there doing shit for black people too and you can't eradicate that just because it's not your person up there uh it's inclusive and it's important to me that life remain that like going tribal also has its drawbacks and i think that inclusive diversity is is the utopia in which people with emotional intelligence are trying to grasp at and i think once you start putting things in perspective along with those feelings because as i stated i think last podcast it's not that you don't i had the same thing i was like i probably be way more invested in this romance if it was a black woman of course you will you're living vicariously through that person you can't live vicariously through a caucasian woman it's not the same thing um and being angry about that is not what's wrong with the show that's just with raw with your enjoyment of the show the show actually is really a great representation of a lot of things that they that a lot of other media would not even try to do and consider she did take that much longer uh attempt with star still star and she failed and then she um, then tried once again with this adaptation taking a white author's work and then putting black characters in it it's it's a it's a small indoctrination and it's it no matter how you feel about the fact we have to do it it still must be done you don't it things don't normalize until you start putting it out there in a normalized fashion and these successful projects like this they open the door for those black projects in the future and that's just how it is you can hate it but some things in in life you're not going to fix the chain you're just not going to and trying to simply attack one, an impossibility instead of a possibility that's always going to leave a great deal of frustration so that's me off my soapbox and i will say if you have any thoughts you can send your feedback to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com you can send it in audio 10 minutes or less or written format you can find this podcast black girl couch reviews on Podbean, stitcher itunes spotify amazon wherever good podcasts can be found my social medias will be below remember to like share subscribe if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic